These young rabbits must move out if they are to survive. In a wild and free state, they stray sometimes for miles, wandering until they find a suitable environment. R. M. Lockley, The Private Life of the Rabbit It was getting on toward moonset when they left the fields and entered the wood. Straggling, catching up with one another, keeping more or less together, they had wandered over half a mile down the fields, always following the course of the brook. Although Hazel guessed that they must now have gone further from the warren than any rabbit he had ever talked to, he was not sure whether they were yet safely away, and it was while he was wondering, not for the first time, whether he could hear sounds of pursuit, that he first noticed the dark masses of the trees and the brook disappearing among them. Rabbits avoid close woodland, where the ground is shady, damp and grassless, and they feel menaced by the undergrowth. Hazel did not care for the look of the trees. Still, he thought, Holly would no doubt think twice before following them into a place like that, and to keep beside the brook might well prove safer than wandering about the fields in one direction and another, with the risk of finding themselves, in the end, back at the warren. He decided to go straight into the wood without consulting Bigwig, and to trust that the rest would follow. If we don't run into any trouble and the brook takes us through the wood, he thought, we really shall be clear of the warren, and then we can look for somewhere to rest for a bit. Most of them still seem to be more or less all right, but Fiverr and Pipkin will have had as much as they can stand before long. From the moment he entered it, the wood seemed full of noises. There was a smell of damp leaves and moss, and everywhere the splash of water went whispering about. Just inside, the brook made a little fall into a pool, and the sound, enclosed among the trees, echoed as though in a cave. Roosting birds rustled overhead, the night breeze stirred the leaves, here and there a dead twig fell, and there were more sinister, unidentified sounds from further away, sounds of movement. To rabbits, everything unknown is dangerous. The first reaction is to startle, the second to bolt. Again and again they startled, until they were close to exhaustion. But what did these sounds mean, and where in this wilderness could they bolt to? The rabbits crept closer together. Their progress grew slower. Before long they lost the course of the brook, slipping across the moonlit patches as fugitives, and halting in the bushes with raised ears and staring eyes. The moon was low now, and the light, wherever it slanted through the trees, seemed thicker, older, and more yellow. From a thick pile of dead leaves beneath a holly tree, Hazel looked down a narrow path lined on either side with fern and sprouting fireweed. The fern moved slightly in the breeze, but along the path there was nothing to be seen except a scatter of last year's fallen acorns under an oak. What was in the bracken? What lay round the further bend? And what would happen to a rabbit who left the shelter of the holly tree and ran down the path? He turned to Dandelion beside him. "'You'd better wait here,' he said. "'When I get to the bend I'll stamp. But if I run into trouble, get the others away.' Without waiting for an answer, he ran into the open and down the path. A few seconds brought him to the oak. He paused for a moment, staring about him, and then ran on to the bend. Beyond, the path was the same, empty in the darkening moonlight and leading gently downhill into the deep shadow of a grove of ilex trees. Hazel stamped, and a few moments later Dandelion was beside him in the bracken. 
Even in the midst of his fear and strain, it occurred to him that Dandelion must be very fast. He had covered the distance in a flash. "'Well done,' whispered Dandelion. "'Running our risks for us, are you? Like El Ahrera?' Hazel gave him a quick, friendly glance. It was warm praise and cheered him. What Robin Hood is to the English and John Henry to the American Negroes, El Ilhrera, or El Ahrera, the prince with a thousand enemies, is to rabbits. Uncle Remus might well have heard of him, for some of El Ahrera's adventures are those of Br'er Rabbit. For that matter, Odysseus himself might have borrowed a trick or two from the rabbit hero, for he is very old, and was never at a loss for a trick to deceive his enemies. Once, so they say, he had to get home by swimming across a river in which there was...